Gorge. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because <laughs> Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Sunday, a Mother's Day Sunday morning. Uh, ready to do some podcasting and as is the annual tradition we have a special guest today it's my mom what's going on mom hey everybody happy mother's day to all the ladies everything is good happy mother's day to you as well thank you uh the woman that has everything is hard to shop for <laughs> uh but karen through the miracle of doordash was able to send some flowers uh yesterday Shout out to doordash because the thing is um you know mother's day is a very popular day so when i was trying to go and get get things everything was like mm, you you ain't you mm, you might as well forget about tomorrow tomorrow is not you want to do monday you want to do tuesday i was like no i want to actually do tomorrow but you know what just like my mama i said fuck it she'll get it early because <laughs> that's what happened to my mama i i, I sent her some flowers <laughs> she was shocked my mom because uh, i like i like to do things through 1-800-Flowers normally and normally 1-800-Flowers they're real good about uh let you know when it was sent it was delivered and all that stuff and i when i do 1-800-Flowers i like to pick the ones that the florist personally does versus the ones they do in the, it's not wrong with the ones in the box those are pretty too mm-hmm. but the ones that the florist does they actually are local flowers you have you're helping a, a local vendor and you know the flowers are going to be fresh. Like somebody actually get in their vehicle and like ships it, you know, ships it out to to the person. And so when they sent me an email, I called my mama, you know, just to check. I was like, hey, mama, you know, you know, did you get the flower stuff? She's like, yeah. She's like, I was surprised. She said, I, I, she said, I walked in there and the man was like, you definitely surprised. You you got your head wrapped up and everything. She was like, yes. She said, I didn't have no idea. I was like, well, that's good. I said, I'd rather be a day early did a day late so uh she got she got her mother's day yesterday yep well um how's your mother's day going right now uh so far oh it's going great everything is good the universe is treating me well the goddesses are looking after me <laughs> everything is wonderful i say i say yes um so uh we got uh of course uh the tradition if you have any questions for my mom feel free to ask in the chat Mm -hmm. uh but no pressure i still have a a show planned you know my mom listens to the show so we can do you know the regular uh like segments and all that stuff too so don't you know no pressure on the chat room yeah don't 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 feel any pressure at all and it's also one of those things where like roger said his mama literally has everything literally it's been times when we pick stuff she was like oh i already got that we'll be like Oh, yeah. man you already got it <laughs> we'd be disappointed like she said i'm talking about don't give me nothing i looked at roger i was like i hope she don't think i'm gonna follow that rule <laughs> <laughs> hey when you got me the, when y'all got me the beyonce tickets in the <laughs> hotel i'm like i don't need anything else this is, <laughs> this, hey this is wonderful that's what she said you don't get no better than this yeah karen didn't tell me that part <laughs> Um, well, all right, let's, uh, go ahead and get into the show. Let's start with some regular ass news. Uh, got the beat.
right regular news um abc news announces amy roback and tj holmes good morning america three replacements snap they got rep- we all we knew this was coming oh yes mm-hmm. yeah you can't be fucking everybody at the job man it, mm-hmm. i don't care what black twitter say it's not normal or okay or professional um right. so they said eva pilgrim and demarco morgan 40 and 44 will join chief health and medical correspondent dr jennifer ashton on good morning america three and that's yeah. them right there dr jennifer ashkin was like now why am i in it i just show up every day and do my job and now all of a sudden our whole segment is all across the country and not for not for good reason no not for the news right for the sex yeah they kind of look like they like they could still have a threesome or something though yes and, I, and i'm and, I, and they make sure they stick stuck to the same skin tones yeah like, like, we don't want to confuse the audience like they just asking for with putting all these attractive people on tv uh in the prime of their lives and stuff but uh yeah hopefully they know that's that dude's real name demarco because yeah. i know with tj holmes we didn't know his real name was lutellus and then no we did not once we found that out it was like of course he was having sex with everybody in the office <laughs> um let's see what else is happening uh pope francis is receiving a lot of backlash today because he referred to sexual predators as children of god who deserve love oh my gosh um that's all the catholic church needs for the pope to say something like that yeah that's what um jl covan uh the, the only catholic i know you know i remember i was listening to his podcast once and he was making similar remarks about you know the love of jesus and pedophiles and stuff and i was just thought it was interesting you know that that's what people choose to exhibit the love you know um the remarks in question were made public by la civilta catolita wait catolica an italian jesuit journal earlier this week but they were initially made by the pope last month during a meeting with a group of jesuit priests in hungary how do we approach how do we talk to the abusers for whom we feel revulsion yes they too are children of god but how can you love them francis was quoted saying in response to a question posed by a hungarian jesuit pope francis said the gospel asks us to love but how do we love at the same time uh people who have experienced abuse and their abusers i like how they're like listen a gay person can't be a priest all right now that's crazy but these pedophiles man we got to show them some love okay we can't just be out here making them feel bad and shit we got to what we gonna just not love all the pedophiles that's that's insane the same ones we shit from parish to parish this is y'all acting like they two people of the same sex with a consenting adults trying to get married that's that's not that's just now that's disgusting uh he acknowledged that the answer to this powerful question was not easy at all um according to him a sexual predator should be condemned but as a brother who is still deserving compassion and care there is logic a form of loving an enemy that is also expressed in this way and it is not easy to understand to live out the abuser is an enemy i feel like you're having it both ways yeah, yeah he's trying to do both sides yeah this is very good people on both sides of so the mm-hmm. pedophiles and the people being abused by pedophiles uh so yeah i i don't know about this one pope um i feel like he had he had a hot start like he was cool pope 
for a long time yeah you know and then it seemed like i never fell for it because it always felt like he was saying like nah man we got to love these gay people man we should have a place That's of acceptance why they you and then it would, but but not just that but then it would be like okay so are you gonna change the policies in the church like is it gonna be okay for a gay person to be a priest is it gonna be okay for gay people to get married and uh for y'all to invite gay people to the church and stuff and he was like oh no 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 that's no come on y'all now that's crazy <laughs> i just said love them not not <laughs> let them come to your house you know oh no uh nick cannon is in the news again always <laughs> uh he apparently uh sat down with the los angeles times and he said a lot of t- talking about how he, does he pick which kids and which moms of his kids to spend time with and he said a lot of times it's whichever of them has called me that day to be honest i'm such a creature of habit i like who like me so what yeah oh it takes us a phone call yeah apparently those 12 kids those six women if the kids <laughs> not if the kid's not getting enough time blame your mama she's not calling you your, your mama Nick, not, your mama not aggressive enough you know you gotta be the last one to call too so if somebody call it 10 15 but then somebody else call it 10 20 he might have to go down there you know what happens if he in bed at 10 o'clock but somebody call it 11 he gotta get up and go to their bed i don't know uh yeah i also think it's interesting too because um eventually at some point those kids are gonna be grown enough to say mm-hmm. whether or not he was a good dad and what's their opinion on it i feel like we're about i don't know 15 to, to 18 years away from a bunch of kids being like man fuck this dude because <laughs> <laughs> this, this shit don't make no sense all these kids you can't be a good dad to 12 kids and they ain't in the same house and shit and right. you spending time with whichever person call you and lord knows he probably creating more kids every time we get a phone call from whichever one like, yes he is this shit is, like unless he's gonna start a cult or some shit i don't get the game plan here i had the nerve to call the red table talk toxic right no he didn't yes he mm-hmm. did yes he did oh my right uh speaking of uh speaking of entertainers and their kids have you been following what's going on with brian mcknight yes i have oh my goodness yeah it's a mess it's it's been a lot yes, uh, I say it's even more well so before it was to me it felt like a lot of people was grandstanding and acting like everybody knew his business the whole time and we was all cool with it and i'm like i don't know this nigga i don't follow nothing with behind mcknight but his music and i didn't even know this man had a personal life to be honest i <laughs> just assume but i never checked in to be like wonder what his wife is like you know it's mm-hmm. he's not even that type of celebrity to me mm-hmm. um yep. but uh apparently uh you know we got that that like deluge of stuff where it's like listen his daughter sued him for money because he's a bad father and estranged and he paid the money but now he don't see his kids from his first marriage anymore it's acrimonious with his wife it was like a big split and all this stuff and he's mostly been silent but i guess he'd be taking like subliminal shots on the social media at his old family because he got a new family now he like Mm -hmm. oh i love them i finally became a girl dad and it's his second daughter uh oh i got brian i finally can carry my legacy on with my name brian mcknight 
and it's like well you already have a brian mcknight jr now you got another brian mcknight jr like he literally started back at one um and so uh he has now started speaking up because uh you know the internet was all in his mentions and so he was like i gotta i gotta defend myself so yes i'm the same yeah he uh he posted this thing on instagram and a video i'm about to show y'all this a video yeah uh so first it says brian mcknight disputes abandonment claims our estrangement was mutual which is always interesting to say about your kids although Uh, estrangement was mutual yeah you the adult nigga although and this I, i think this does need to be mentioned his kids are grown so we not talking about okay small truth like i think when we hear kids i know in my mind i'm thinking like oh so they like in high school but i think the youngest one is 21 and like the son is 33 and the abandonment estrangement seems to be uh to some extent recent like not a thing that was always true but i guess between the acrimonious divorce and all that shit is recent but he put this video out trying to explain things. Brian McKnight here. There has been a lot of discussion online lately about how I talk about my family on social media. Typically, I prefer not to give attention to the internet trolls, but now my family is being harassed online and accosted in public, apparently because some people can't handle seeing my happily ever after. Coming after me is one thing, but the moment you come after my wife and our children, it's another story. Because even more important to me than defending my name is defending and protecting them. I want to address some of these recent discussions. There is a very simple reason why I post about some of my children on social media and not others. The children that I do not currently have relationships with, I don't post about them. Instead, I post about the children with whom I do have relationships, with whom I am proud of. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> I post about the ones I actually love and like, okay? I don't be posting about them other niggas. Oh, so he really said, fuck them kids, huh? Yeah, maybe they got bad vibes, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, it says um, he then posts pages from the paperwork from the trial that he had with his daughter uh where he ended up she sued him for basically like uh abandoning her blah 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 but he posts in his caption doom and may concern no abandonment no made-up story no false statements no defamation full video to follow on my youtube channel um and in this document you can see where it says like um the plaintiff to be awarded punitive damage in the amount according to proof of trial the plaintiff awarded cost of the suit and that this uh court awards such other and further relief to the court deems just uh let's see it says no he highlights these parts no wrongdoing In executing this agreement brian is not admitting any liability or wrongdoing the payments here on here under do not constitute an admission of any liability error tort contract violation or violation of any law uh, because these are some of the rumors flying around um that then he posts the picture of them signing it and then this one is about the payments um that he made um 
and i guess four different payments um and then a bunch of pictures of his new family at the end uh which feels like honestly like we're in the middle of a family argument or something yes and there's a bunch of shit that we don't know behind the scenes and i'm not saying we don't know as in uh this brother is being framed i mean we don't know as in like clearly this has gotten acrimonious enough for it not to just be like he feels like there's some some reason that he's right i don't know what it is me either and it, there's a lot of people that sign them statements it don't mean they didn't do shit yeah um and that's a yeah that's the other thing too like the way those agreements are set up you can get a no fault no that that doesn't mean that's what happened it just means that's what we signing so we can move on right um but yeah uh he also teased he's dropping a full video on youtube didn't say when feds expected to arrive um uh according to the radar online the singer's daughter brianna filed a lawsuit against her father in 2020 accused him of being motivated by animosity when he told her when he told his followers that she had some years earlier while a minor engaged in sexual relations with an older cousin in her suit she claimed that the 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 issue started in 2019 when she decided to share aspects of her perceptions of growing up with an unnamed absent father on her personal instagram page though she allegedly didn't even give a clue as to who he was mcknight responded by publicly stating that brianna was a promiscuous and incestuous minor and thereby he hoped undermining her credibility regarding a post that did not even identify him now i mean that's a stretch in the it didn't identify him nigga we know who your father is so if you say you grew up with a bad dad it's him <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh she must mean one of her other daddies like it's him but at the same time this nigga's saying to, about his daughter that like that's so, so disgusting did, we did not need to know we didn't need right. to publicly we nobody need to know that yeah that's like i don't yeah. know what and then i think this is one of those things where he's mad at the mom right and then the kids are collateral damage yes uh but yeah he post his post reportedly said and unfortunately along the way a couple of years ago i caught wind that there was an older cousin who was above 18 who was quite possibly having sex with her he also reportedly alleged that her mom who he'd had an affair with while he was married to someone else only had a child with him to for money in the first place yeah see that sounds like he mad at the mom and also like if that's the case with your daughter wouldn't you be thinking that that cousin is the uh, a rapist a statutory rapist yep like why are you being like oh my god yep. she had sex with a but but it's she, a, when she was underage with this grown-ass cousin of hers she's the problem yeah because it's about embarrassing her which instead embarrassing the mom because the mom is the target so right. you actually don't care about uh, and by the way take. that would also make you a piece of shit like right you exactly. can't you can't you can't blame the mom like look at her being a bad mom nigga you the dad you on here telling us on instagram like that's something you so what did you do right when you found this out you know um Brianna denied any such activity in her lawsuit which states that she never engaged in any sexual contact of any kind with any relative at any age while a minor or otherwise she also added she does not believe anyone ever told McKnight anything of that sort and he was simply making it up in his response McKnight denied all allegations of wrongdoing arguing his statements were substantially true and he wasn't speaking of malice uh I guess out of malice he demanded the entire case be thrown out but it was sent to trial 
um but then they dismissed the, the lawsuit in february this is just acrimonious uh, as fuck. Miss. and uh brian's behavior proves what his children are saying they experienced right yeah out of his confirmation out of his own mouth right and um with people like that you have to just leave them mm-hmm. move on and heal yourself yeah and uh let it go because because of anything uh, anyone is a struggle that's just a no yeah you move on uh, you just have one last cry one last cry baby then, one last <laughs> yes then you get up out of here yeah it's it's crazy to, to see but you know this man's turning out to be a, a real villain over here yeah man like the chat room said let us know yeah the i thought this was gonna be an evolution of a man but he's not growing up no, no he's not not no man at all he's a man child yep he is a gemini <laughs> oh, so i don't know if that got something to do with it well if you take a look at the history of some of them you can see the behaviors mm-hmm. Well, I know I uh, I know uh, it's gonna be some people getting upset about the zodiac sign joke, but uh, Gemini is the name of one of his albums. Everybody, so calm the fuck down. <laughs> right, so calm down. I don't. Calm down. That was yeah. the name of the album. Roger Roger is making album jokes, a song slash song yeah, jokes. It's not. I don't actually have a problem with anybody's zodiac sign. Um, <laughs> I don't care what it is. Actually, I, I, I feel like when his daughter popped up in his mentions, he said, "I remember you." And, <laughs> i blame him though and the reason here's why i blame him because a long time ago he tried to make something sound good that i knew was bad and i was only a kid and that was when he made that song crazy love so he like him crazy and then he gonna try to flip it on them like oh you crazy i can't believe you you doing all this making my life dramatic it's like you made the song crazy love it was sounded dangerous to me even then um i know he also supposedly said some stuff about he don't even be believing in his love songs he just knows how to write them or something so i don't know he's a wild boy yes he is speaking of wild boys john morant is back in the news what did he do uh you know what same verse same as the first (sighs) john morant is back in the news for flashing that motherfucking little ass gun again again his friend was on instagram live and um and uh and i'll play it here uh if y'all can see it he don't like money hold on let me i gotta pull up a different screen so y'all can see it but yeah so his friend was his boy was was listening to music you know what the kids do these days in the car and he started playing the song and it's real quick but this is what it looked like okay now it was real quick you almost can't see it it's so quick and and i want to shout this homeboy out because he a real one because he seen the gun and flipped his phone down so fucking fast that it's really like i'm gonna show y'all still shot in a second it's like you can't even really see it as that fast like, Nigga, you're not fucking my money he's like oh like like and that's that's what's sad you can't blame the homies 
Mm-mm. it's john morant that's the problem mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. the homie didn't even know he had the gun the homie was like what the fuck are you doing you was just on probation with the league for this same shit yeah. See, you see how he turned the phone towards like the phone not showing nothing now it's just showing the the, the car seat he's like oh god so then they got the still shot of it um all the jokes of course i love the jokes uh this from don't be a menace the- <laughs> should i wear this check nine with the high top mm-hmm. or should i wear this uzi with my low tops mm-hmm. <laughs> with my low tops oh i remember that movie they- uh, <laughs> this is the photoshop they did from uh above the rim oh no <laughs> I love us. Where Birdie got shot at the last game. And then this is John, Ja Wick. Oh, man. Uh, took John Wick and photoshopped Ja's face on him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll show y'all also. They do have a still shot where you can actually see, like, him holding the gun, what appears to be a gun, um, uh, in he's the background. Smart. It's gonna be denied, denied, denied yeah they they yeah they they just gotta take his instagram away or something yes sir but no instagram for you because it's just um hold on let me pull up a different screen but it's it's just so stupid i mean it's like you would this is the 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 part where it's clearly he's holding something like a gun yeah, yeah. for what nigga like who who are you being like i don't i don't know this feels a little like um I don't know if y'all remember this guy, but he played for the New Jersey Nets. His name was Jason Williams, black dude though. And he also played with guns and shit on his like property and all this stuff. And eventually he ended up um killing a man. That, I remember that in a limo, right? Yeah, yes. the limo driver or some mm-hmm. shit came to his house and he was showing him the guns, playing and fucking pulled the trigger and killed this man. Mm-hmm. Um and it kind of makes it's oh, like I remember. Yes. yeah yes it feel like john moran is playing around to that point where it's gonna be like bro you you gonna kill somebody or go to jail or get shot like it just seems stupid these don't even seem like i'm defending myself or whatever Mm-mm. uh some i think there's some questions i don't know if you can see them they uh, popped up i can't where, where, on, on where the on the side oh okay yeah. all right all right let me see well one of them's just hello mama tips that's not really a question they <laughs> uh, won't give you a shout out hello everybody uh the uh, next one is um i wanted to say you look so lovely every year i wanted to ask how can i hang with you and your running partner karen uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me see. You're going to have to be vetted. We got to vet, we gotta vet you. Yeah. We, 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 we don't roll with just anybody. Nope. Mm-mm. And we got the NDA. I'm, I'm trying to tell you confidentiality clauses yeah. like shaboo. Yeah, girl. We don't roll with just anybody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Mm-mm. I tell y'all, that's my road dog. That, 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 that's my road dog. We do background check. Have you, have you ever been arrested? If you do drugs, what kind of drugs do you do? 
Do you have good credit? Come on, do you have good, do you have a bank account? What's your credit score? <laughs> Come on, do you have a 401k? How wow. long, how long you been employed? Do you, do you drive the bus or do you own the bus? Them, th- those are the valid questions. Exactly. Are you, is your life improving? It's just that, are you at the same spot you were 10 years ago? Mm. All right. Well, y'all got your work cut out for you. Um, Jonathan Majors, recently reported the reports are he's been getting cozy with megan good they people think they might be a new couple oh snap they were spotted mm. at the alamo draft house in last los angeles last week watching a movie uh no other details about the budding relationship have resurfaced so far and it's unclear how serious these two are um, i just think it's something to get the heat off of them Mm. that's all i think I, you yeah. know it's a photo op for the both of them you know what they say once you go black they'll cut you some slack so, <laughs> maybe he trying to maybe he trying to get back in everybody good graces hey it's about the money the yeah. color is green yeah Mm-mm. um i'm i'm surprised she uh is being attached to that because i know like yeah. uh her show harlem and you know, Megan Good is one of those people black people love. Like, mm-hmm. she's black people famous. I don't know if she's yeah. white people famous, but she's definitely I don't think, yeah. black people famous. Mm-hmm. And um, this nigga is radioactive right now, so sure I don't know, man. I, this is Unless she was the woman that texted him that night that uh, <laughs> right? started the whole fight. I don't see why she would want to hop in this shit right now. Me either. With her career on the rise, he's falling down yeah from his behavior that's a wild it mm. is wild uh let's see what else happened uh george santos he's been charged in justice department probe the first term republican congress has rebuffed calls to step down one thing about him is possession nine-tenths of the law yeah he ain't never gonna he like y'all shouldn't have gave me the seat <laughs> that's y'all on y'all ripping from my dead cold hands even though you lied to get the seat in the first place it ain't my fault y'all do background checks right right and a lot of this has to do with journalism mm-hmm. and with them cutting particularly local journalism mm-hmm. with them cutting funding and and uh staff sizes reducing because a lot of times in these local races they actually have staff whose whole job used to be whenever these candidates run i don't care if it's fucking dog catcher find out about them like they would mm-hmm. actually go and search and pull out this information this information has always been out there mm-hmm. but because like you said the local people you know could do it it took um, it took a national somebody national to be like hey this 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 shit been going on and nobody paid no attention but like i say the local people would have pulled this out in the local elections and be like hey y'all see this y'all see that now if y'all still vote for him can't nobody say they don't know all right because what i recall from when he started the small local newspaper in the community brought a lot of these uh situations to people's attention and nobody gave it any credence and then once he went on to win then the big newspapers did more investigation Mm. and then the story took off uh so he's been charged with fraud money laundering theft of public funds and false statements and this is the the source for this article i'm reading is justice.gov meaning 
the damn justice department it's not the news no 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 no. this is a press release straight from merrick garland and them yes yes because they they are like what you're not gonna do is this they were saying that what he was doing was he was making up you know how they have those uh funds whatever like this is sponsored by such and such and such a camp or whatever Mm -hmm. that he created his own and used that money for personal shit versus using that money for his campaign and mm-hmm. it was like you can't raise money on a false group that actually really don't exist mm-hmm. and use it for personal use you, you can't do that and they got the money amounts and everything on this yeah. press yes release. because it was yeah. like you 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 messing with the money and you know uh that you could do a lot of shit you can kill somebody mm-hmm. rape somebody do it but if you start fucking with their money oh oh they serious about their money everything else is, is second yeah I think we know what that means. You're going to jail. <laughs> so you're gonna be going to jail. Um, but uh yeah, he he kept fucking around till he found out. And just I think what happened too is like this is the inspiration of Trump. Yes. And a lot of these people think they have the same level of like Trump privilege that Trump has of I'm just gonna keep fucking around. I'm never gonna find out. And even Trump found out in court last week with Eugene Carroll. Yep. So it can happen. But yeah, it's just I think a lot of these people, Marjorie Taylor Greene, these people that have taken public office or elected the public office, and yet consistently lie about everything. Uh, the ones who were election deniers and and either lost last year or mm-hmm. some of them even won. Yep. this whole like i'm just saying whatever the fuck is convenient to say in the second that i say it but yeah some of this shit has consequences and it that worked a lot of that stuff worked for him because he was in power and he was the president and a lot of stuff uh, we found out was almost like a gentleman's agreement like well we don't arrest the president the gods this is different he not president no more and y'all motherfuckers are ne- have never been president that's right yeah, and the thing about this dude, this dude was lying about basic shit. Mm-hmm. Where his grandparents came from, his mama died in the Twin Tower on September 11th. Like, shit right. that people can go and, like, actually find out. Now, out of that, and, and from where he's, the other country he's from, they like, oh, you come back here, you're going to get arrested immediately because he's done so much shit over there that they was like, oh, we want him too. Yeah. So, but you can hold office over here, which is actually really crazy. I can't wait for Shonda Rhimes to do the, the, <laughs> the TV show about him on I might Netflix. Actually, yeah, I, I think I might watch that. I think that Let's dude go. that played Asher and How to Get Away with Murder It'll might be, be able to get that part. Um, a body was found in the freezer of a new Iberia restaurant on Thursday evening. Uh, it was a Arby's. <laughs> of course, it was a Arby's. Um, did it make your day? No, it, I didn't make my day. I, I feel sad for the people that that lie about liking that food and wanting to eat it and and going there all the time and stuff, knowing there's dead bodies in the freezer and shit. Oh no! Which sounds more like a criminal conspiracy organization. <laughs> Didn't it sound like a restaurant? I ain't never went to a restaurant and seen it. I worked at restaurants. You know what? No dead bodies. No dead bodies. When I worked at Wendy's, McDonald's, or IHOP, I don't remember a single day that I walked in the walk-in and there was dead body in there. But, you know, uh, I never worked at Arby's. Um, so, yeah, it's being investigated as a suspicious death. Uh, police are currently on the scene investigating it. So, yep. 
uh but yeah keep on eating that bullshit everybody <laughs> y'all cool with it <laughs> keep on writing up here with your stupid ass propaganda about how they a great place to eat and shit with these dead bodies in the fucking fridge <laughs> uh the kelly clarkson uh show is getting ellen y'all uh, staffers are alleging a toxic work environment now here's the difference black people on black twitter love some kelly clarkson yes not trying to be funny like like she she's one of those people where uh uh unless she changed it at the opening of every show she actually sings like a, a song and you know it's and a lot of times she uh will actually do her own version of a lot of famous black songs and things like that and so it's one of those things with, and on top of that she don't bother nobody she's like i'm here i'm here almost like almost like a drew drew Barry, she's just like i'm here i'm right. you know performing let me do my but thing but you know what happy, happy joy joy every, i right, go home everything you said applies to ellen <laughs> everything you said ellen don't bother nobody she just want to do happy bullshit she just oh. to stay in her time slot and stuff and so uh kelly inherited ellen's time slot when ellen uh left all right um but now in a new rolling stone report one current and 10 former employees alleged being overworked underpaid and mentally traumatized while working the kelly clarkson show which they describe as a toxic environment NBC is protecting the show because it's their new money maker, but Kelly has no clue how unhappy her staff is, one ex-employee told the magazine. None of the 11 interviewers think that interviewees think that Clarkson, who is fantastic and never treats anyone with anything but dignity and is incredibly appreciative, another former employee said, knows what they've allegedly endured. Now, here's what's important about this part, because I, I, when I shared this on Twitter, there were already people being like, well they're saying that she didn't know so da 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 I said yeah but I remember I actually read the Ellen articles mm-hmm. not the titles right and they was Ellen didn't know they were saying the same thing about her but it didn't matter just up in arms like this bitch got to go yeah people was like well how can you be the person that run the show and you don't know it's like well not to pull my credentials but as a motherfucker that worked on a TV show the nigga whose name was on the marquee not the boss in the way y'all think of a boss like, right like bomani wasn't walking into everybody's like cubicle and seeing like how things was going and if there was an hr problem he's like well i'm on the case like that's not his name's just on the marquee mm-hmm. he's the talent if anything people leave him alone i also witnessed people being intimidated because they they assume shit about him because they didn't know him right so they'd be like oh i, I saw him today and uh, i didn't want to speak because da 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 and so that can take on a life of its own i think yes, that's it can i honestly think a lot of that's what happened with ellen where there's never anybody who said has a story of like she said don't look me in the eyes but there's a bunch of people, people who have stories of someone told me she doesn't like to be looked in the eyes and the assumption is well that must be how she gets down you know and then and and like i said i've seen it happen with bo where somebody would oh you can't do this and i'll be like no bo's not like that if you have a question just ask it like Mm -hmm. there's not it's really not that big a deal but what if i was somebody that wanted that power or somebody that wanted for some reason to feel like let me keep bo uh in the dark of shit that i'm doing on the on the set so then i would be like no don't never talk to him you talk to me if you got a problem you you know and i feel like that's what happened with ellen but yeah um they're trying to be and they and for the record a lot of the employees at ellen tried to pull up short of 
damning her too much because they didn't want the show they didn't want to lose the job of the show but what happened was her job is being likable yeah so once y'all made her unlikable it was like she was like i can go home and be rich i'm super rich everybody right y'all are gonna be the one that's gonna be affected because now y'all don't have jobs yeah now we don't have a show but you don't have a job i'm still ellen you know right and then they came back but but guys but guys nope you're talking about the internet when they say uh whenever i put up their pitchforks they don't actually care about the consequences of the repercussions about you losing your job yeah i see they're trying to control the narrative with these quotes of she's actually really great it's just the workplace is terrible but i don't know if that's even gonna work so Mm-mm. good luck to them yep good luck and good luck to her because like you know i if if i'm the kind of person that if i'm in charge and your job is to just have a show that people want to see people give away free shit and interview mm-hmm. celebrities uh we can get someone else to do that because clearly this show is about to be one of the you know this is how the whisper campaign starts mm-hmm. so and it just become toxic from there and it's one of those things where you know it really sounds like if if she stays is going to be a quote-unquote stain for a lot of people mm-hmm. you know but then if she goes well then y'all need to go in this clean house just literally from the top to the bottom but like everybody go let's start from scratch because of some reason somebody's associated with this and let's start a clean slate yeah they're blaming the showrunner and saying he the one that need to go alex dutta is his name he was a former showrunner of steve harvey show and the tyre bank show and so they're trying to get him out of there and i guess leave her somehow and bring in new people and change the environment that's a good thing if that's the truth and i hope that works out but it's just so rare that the person whose name on the show doesn't get tarnished and obviously right. if anything else ever happens there again regardless of her being a good person people will start being like it's her of you course yeah, of course uh all right uh let's see um let's do some uh, some other news let's do some fucking with black people um pull up that music real quick uh where is it at um here we go we're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. All right fucking with black people time everybody you know how we do um is let's go back to february mm-hmm. our month uh a miami preschool <clears throat> put two-year-olds in blackface for black history month not the babies yes the babies oh. they think they're just having a good time painting some of their kids <laughs> a preschool in miami is under fire for intentionally putting blackface on some students and move a uh, move staffers proudly touted as a way to celebrate black history month and they have a now this is doubly offensive one is a construction worker but one is a cop oh. with a black face on these little white babies damn i know maybe they was trying to do the village people 
parents found out about because one's a construction worker sorry for y'all that can't see uh parents found out on february 3rd what was happening at the studio kids little river which has which has a preschool and daycare facilities one parent courtney politis who has two kids in studio tells tmz she was made aware of the incident by another concerned mom she says pictures of at least two toddlers in blackface were posted by a teacher on the school's internal app as you can imagine those pics started circulating showing two-year-olds dressed in police and construction worker costumes with dark makeup plastered on their faces why, why don't you first what are you saying karen i was like why did they think this was okay and that it was going to go stay internal because I, I really think people be freestyling for black history mom mm. i don't even think it's lesson plans i really think they just right. be like i don't know uh i didn't come up with nothing today uh hand me that black marker we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna freestyle oh, no. it give me some kids costumes some halloween costumes uh tell us how you learned of this what happened and what your reaction was um it was friday uh it was about a week and a half ago so friday february 3rd and i'm driving home from the grocery store a local down here is Publix. And it's Friday afternoon. Uh, one of my mom friends calls me, and she's like, you won't believe what they did in my son's class today. Um, and I'm like, what? She's like, well, they painted their kids in blackface and said, happy Black History Month. And at I, first, I, I was like, there's no, there's no duck. Who doesn't know you can't do that? Right. In 2023. Right. Like, at some point, it's just like, are y'all not getting the firmware updates or the, like, y'all not following the news and all? like we don't do blackface in 2023 don't care um but yeah i also i feel bad for the kids because they gonna this when they run for congress this picture coming back oh lord yeah hopefully this will you know get somebody uh you know uh legislations that that very progressive like it did in virginia mm-hmm. yeah you know but i mean maybe this is maybe that's how the teacher is helping we get the blackface <laughs> blackmail on these kids early <laughs> So then in case they do grow up to be somebody, we can be like, remember when you did blackface? And they'd be like, oh my God, y'all can have reparations. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, zero to 100. Karen? This gets uh, 100 for the teachers, zero for the kids. The kids, they, they too. Like, they just, mm. I mean, it's finger paints as far as they are concerned and mm. cute outfits. All right. Uh, what about you, Mom? The same as Karen, 100 for the teachers and zero for the children. Okay i give it uh the same uh i mean I, I wasn't even gonna rate the children so yeah zero for them um i mean i do wonder if those i mean those kids are so little and so young yeah. i wonder how much they even know about this stuff they're probably not gonna remember the but event they might i but but that it was so stupid the kids might have said something who knows yeah yeah you never you know? know why you paint my face like i'm pretty sure something came up ah, what a dumb teacher yes very uh a black woman in philadelphia gets arrested for a warrant in texas a state she has never ever been to in a case of mistaken identity the cops use social media photos to identify her yeah and and for me personally Mm -hmm. this is why whenever they have these things about deep fakes and whenever they have these things about allowing computers to identify even though we know that all black people all you know different asian people they identify as quote-unquote all the same because the computer doesn't have y'all don't program shit for us Mm -hmm. so the computers can't tell the difference between our kind of individual features there's going to be a lot more of this quote-unquote mistaken identity and then you have to waste your time to prove that it wasn't you 
uh there's a woman who had a whole life turned upside down <clears throat> a phd student julie hudson was arrested for a robbery in texas the only problem is that julie hudson has never julie hudson has never even been to state of texas it's not the first time the law enforcement made a critical mistake in the end hudson and her family are just happy situation did not turn out worse despite not committing a crime she has been behind bars since wednesday in addition she is on five medications as a result of being locked up she has not received a medicine since the arrest in addition to being behind bars for a crime she did not commit the situation cost her her job a job that she had applied for uh when she learned there was a warrant out for her arrest she went to the philadelphia police department to clear things up because there was a warrant out she was immediately arrested Hudson's name is tied to Webster, Texas, a Texas robbery in Webster, Texas, of an academy sports and outdoors store. A suspect from the surveillance video identifies Julie Hudson as the person responsible. After that, police used social media to find Julie Hudson. They landed on the 31-year-old PhD student from Philadelphia. According to law enforcement, the Julie Hudson in the Texas surveillance footage looked like the Julie Hudson from Philadelphia. However, Later, uh, later, Philadelphia's Julie Hudson proved she was working during the time of the robbery. Now she's contemplating taking legal action. Yes, fuck you. I'm suing you. Like, uh, how are you going to tell me I committed a crime stakes away and I was on somebody's clock? Like, Mm. do your job. Well, you know, you Negroes are slippery. (laughs) No, some of y'all be in two states at once. Um, Zero to a hundred. Oh, this gets a uh, jacars because this the shit. This is like that scary shit when it comes to the AI. I can't even get soap at the soap dispenser half the time because it don't recognize my skin. So I know it's gonna be a problem with you recognizing my face. Right. Okay. What about you, Mom? The same jacars. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty bad. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's that's jacars. I also like she went to the station to clear it up. Like, what kind of mastermind do you think this woman is? <laughs> I know y'all got a warrant out for me. I actually did do the crime, but I just thought I'd come in here to talk to y'all about it. Like, and I'm in a whole nother state now. That doesn't like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where it's completely racist because y'all really didn't want to hear her out. Like, that's yeah. what happened. She showed up, somebody it flagged and it was like, just arrested. She was like, and she's been in, she was at the time she had been in jail for five days without access to her medications uh, and stuff like that. That's like, that is such a ridiculous. Yeah system that we have that you couldn't immediately clear that shit up um if they wanted to they could but they didn't want to right because you know she didn't just walk in there she walked in there with her alibi like this is what was happening you know like i was at work this is this is the proof here's my job here's my boss call people confirm and they were like uh we just gonna hold you until we until we figure it out um a marine vet charged with manslaughter for fatal chokehold death of subway rider jordan neely uh yeah so they they that dude turned himself in the the daniel penny and he is being charged with second degree manslaughter mm-hmm. yeah. um it took him a while right yes, it did. but i mean i feel like that was the only outcome you could have because i just don't think uh oh also more uh i don't know if more of the video dropped but definitely people have said that the video people were sharing online which i haven't seen but the video people were sharing online uh there's parts of it missing that was taken out like it took longer for this man to die than the 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 minute and a half or whatever they showed on social media and there's a bunch of people like saying stuff to him during it and before it and after it that are like you know make it make it like extremely um 
difficult to say he didn't know what he was doing mm. you know whereas people being like hey you're killing him or hey uh you know like someone said he shit on himself and uh, and and one of the people holding him because it wasn't just him choking him it was right. other people holding the man down yep. are like uh no that's old he, he smelled like that already and stuff so um yeah he's been officially charged second degree manslaughter i don't i don't know i mean i'm sure there's some way there's always some way for people to get off but that looked like the most open and shut case i've seen um he should go to jail yeah he should and with his training from my understanding you're trained so it's not like you did not know yeah he's a former marine or something like that correct um yeah i just i my thing is it doesn't matter if he did not intend to kill him Uh you did He's yeah. being charged with manslaughter, not even murder. Right. right. You know, because I don't, they're not going to find proof unless, I mean, more than likely they won't find proof of him like he left his house to kill this man. Right. Which, which is makes how you get murder. Sense, right? It's got to be intentional. A lot of times it's got to be premeditated. Mm-hmm. So you're probably not going to get murdered, but you did kill this man. You know, like we saw it. I don't really think there's a, there's a case for something else to be said here. You know, I don't even think, it's that deep i'm not even you know I, I would feel this way no matter who did if i saw a video of anyone doing this shit to anyone i'd feel the same way of like okay so that you killed them you know um and, and for acting erratic like it's not even like oh we were under threat or or right. he had a weapon or something you yeah. just decided i'm killing this person yeah. and the fact that people went along with it the fact that there's so many people in the world that have seen this video and been on his side is insane to me yeah. uh but yeah dracars to for me Karen. same all right mom. same all right well let's move on to some other news all right um that was our fucking with black people segment uh but you know it can't all be bad news we need some good news too um let's do some uh black capitalism shout out to will smith i hear y'all talking the only thing I'm listening to is that paper. Every day we get into that paper. I hear the money talk, I see it later. Uh, every day we get into that paper. I hear the money talk, I see it later. let's talk about black people and money serena williams is reportedly shopping a new memoir with offers up to 10 million dollars get that money yay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make up for the money you should have gotten while you was actually playing tennis and the girls whose ass you were whooping which they considered a rival even though it was 110 or 25 made almost quadruple your money get your money mm-hmm. yes Yep, she's represented by powerful literary agent Suzanne Gluck at WME, and they said there are eight-figure deals on the table. Um, she previously used a ghostwriter to write a book, My Life, Queen of the Court. Um, so I guess she's going to write a new one. Uh, all right, let's see who else is getting. Uh, Ludacris and his daughter um are launching a satin bonnet collection based on their popular animated netflix series karma's world oh that's adorable Mm mm-hmm yeah 
uh chris Ludacris bridges is partnering with first line brands a u.s-based text textured manufacturer to launch karma's world satin bonnet collection the netflix show is based on his older daughter's vibrant personality with the brand's focus signifying the importance of textured hair care um so yeah they're, they're getting they about to be getting this money i don't know where to buy it yet it's not listed but okay um karma's world y'all google that y'all might be able to find y'all some satin bonnets is that the one with the two little kids be like doing them kids songs that everybody love or that's something else i haven't watched it so i don't know uh, okay uh maria obama who you may know is the daughter of michelle obama and barack obama yeah she directed her first short film under donald glover's new production company that's wonderful yeah she current she also wrote on swarm an episode of that show on uh, amazon prime um so yeah she uh maybe she's getting into the entertainment field make make, make that money and to uh go back somebody confirm it yes i absolutely love it it's a I, uh these uh i've seen them on youtube and i absolutely love it and the way it is it's like music where they be like i know my abcs i know my abcs like everything has like a beat in a jam and they go through numbers they go through letters and it's and it's very uh upbeat and it's really easy for a lot of children to catch on oh somebody said that's a different show okay that's a different show but 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 i like that one i have to go back and watch the uh the commas world okay um the thing uh wait what was the last one i did um, uh about malia oh yeah the thing her. i was gonna say is that's double black capitalism because donald glover is the one that like has taken her under his wing as like a mentor mm-hmm. um you know and uh a lot of people have agendas against him yeah, but do. i mean that dude has actually put on a lot of black women in hollywood so far yes, with his he career yes you know nobody's perfect but it's one of those things where everybody like you just hate black women e40 donated a hundred thousand dollars to Grambling state university come on through e40 and he was yes. honored with having the recording studio named after him and today he just recently got his honorary degree from grambling university oh let's go yes good honorary doctorate shout out to black capitalism mm-hmm. we love to yes. see it yeah we do all right uh jesus christ address so i'm gonna <laughs> shake him <laughs> um all right and last black capitalism mcdonald's franchisees say cardi b and offset's meal broke the golden arch code that's good uh well the golden arch code apparently so the golden arch code apparently is like their way of saying like you know we have a certain like we want to uphold ourselves to a certain standard but because of their lifestyle you know very hip-hop you know raunchy all this stuff they're saying that some of the owners have disagreed with the company aligning with cardi b and offset who have their own meal they had their own promotional valentine's day meal and them shit sold too i'm sure they did i don't know but uh some of them removed the advertising and merchandise associated with the promotion from their stores those owners have urged other franchisees to consider doing the same saying the image for the couple doesn't fit the family-friendly values mm, that sound a little racist. of mcdonald's well the thing for me is i don't know if it's racist or not because I, I don't i can't I, I, 
because i i know they've also done partnerships with like travis scott and i don't remember this story coming up right um so it could be a little racist could be a little sexist i don't know mm-hmm. you know uh what was the um <laughs> uh yeah, they I work think, with all types of celebrities yeah uh i think uh i have a clip for this yeah here we go so i don't know if it was a race thing or a lady thing but i'm mad as hell that that feels like <laughs> that feels like it could be either one of those yeah i mean i mean megan the stallion did the thing with popeyes i ain't seen him popeyes cooler. i say no popeyes uh franchise was like take her out now you know popeyes they got no golden arch code <laughs> um i didn't know there was such a thing yeah but uh yeah i just think it's interesting um that they were so upset by this you right um the majority of the complaints came from franchisee owners with restaurants operating in southeastern mid-atlantic regions according to the report representatives for cardi b and offset have not issued a statement in response to the backlash why would they they got their money um them checks cashed but it's just like how is it offensive that they have a meal but it's not offensive that y'all meals aren't made of food you know like mcdonald's is is not really selling like y'all not the most wholesome people in the first place <laughs> like who y'all judging and y'all made the deal with them like uh it's just weird wild to me mm-hmm. but apparently it would even with travis scott there was some out there was some uh people that didn't like it a survey said 65 percent of u.s franchisees didn't support the travis scott collaboration when it was announced despite helping the company to drive more online orders and app downloads nothing had a greater impact on our digital business than the introduction of this program last year said mcdonald's u.s president joe erlinger in 2021 on an investor call so So it might be a race thing and the reason why i said it is because Mm -hmm. we read articles that they push a lot of black and brown people out of Mm -hmm. ownership like and what they do too we've read articles about this is where they put black and brown owners in areas where they have to pay for more security Mm -hmm. they have to pay for extra cameras they have that you adding a lot of expenses right to them and you put them a lot of times in these inner cities Mm -hmm. so that's why when you said it's like oh this sounds racist because nothing else really makes sense and racism is irrationally logical these people actually bump your sales up and you go we don't want the extra money that makes no sense exactly all right well i guess uh black capitalism turned a little bit into fucking with black people on that one yep a little bonus action for everybody <laughs> like other than that it don't make no sense like you know what i'm saying it's not like they out here uh just you know so tarnished that nobody ever wants to work with them people work with them so what's the problem yeah yeah um i hear you and i do wonder like i don't have a counterfactual for like what white people have endorsed food you know like if there was a ted nugent meal i could be like see you racist motherfuckers but i don't even be knowing what white people they be having endorsements with nope because it don't matter because don't nobody be buying them meals no we don't i know they had bts uh they had that they had that the good ass nugget sauce i'm not even gonna lie that that (laughs) the bts was flames you know i don't even rock with i mean i listen to k-pop but i don't really rock with it like that but uh yeah i was buying them bts meals so they was like man we no longer have it on the menu nor do we have the sauces and i almost cried that bts sauces was flames (laughs) all right let's move on (laughs) 
all right guess the race go around the room guess the race go around the world reading articles guess the race of people involved today's contestants my mom and karen and the chat room they all play along and it's all racist here we go a north carolina deputy is accused of planting drugs after breakup takes plea uh i guess he was accused all right so a former north carolina deputy accused of planting heroin and other drugs on his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend avoided jail time with a plea deal that he will, will serve 24 months probation a uh, judge ruled friday david scott burroughs who was accused of abuse of law enforcement power and planting drugs in ray kiefer's car in anson county um uh, he was charged in april 2019 with making a false police report obstructing justice breaking and entering a motor vehicle and possession of heroin marijuana methamphetamine oh he wanted to make sure this motherfucker got caught God. he put all the drugs in there he went into the, he went into the storage room and took all the drugs <laughs> oh, no <laughs> that was like sir normally these drugs don't even connect just give them all to me somebody got at least somebody probably got off for of possession of drugs that had a different trial <laughs> right they couldn't could find no evidence he yeah. took it we can't find exhibit a b c d damn <laughs> A jury deemed him guilty only of obstruction of justice and possession heroin. Uh, he avoided what could have been up to 53 months in jail by agreeing to supervised probation, mandated anger management counseling, and no contact with his ex-girlfriend or Kiefer. Um, Burroughs... So appe- not for taking shit out of the stories that he had no business taking? Well, that's what a plea deal is, right? Like, you never get... I mean, it's you don't get charge with everything anymore okay okay you so agree you to one thing down. Saying, yeah. yeah like he probably did all that shit but yes, yeah. you know uh he's also got that this and this is the thing i hate the way the law views cops in like oh you violated the law but you are a peacekeeping officer so we're not gonna throw the book at you it's like no you should throw the book double at this motherfucker because you know the rules yeah anson county ain't that up there towards waysburg Liesville up there that area girl you know i don't be knowing this kind of state <laughs> like that my bad i think it is it's probably about livingston or something or <laughs> rockingham think, i don't think it no it's not near rockingham i know Jonesboro. that much it's not near there either <laughs> while the criminal case has been decided burroughs could appear uh again appear in court for a lingering civil lawsuit in it his romantic rival delves into deeper into alleged illicit revenge scheme claiming jealousy drove the deputy to do more than plant drugs uh the judge denied his lawyer's motion to initially dismiss charges of breaking and entering a motor vehicle and possession of marijuana and heroin with intent to distribute they argued officers never testified identifying the substances which could invalidate the charge the state represented by matt victory argued burroughs provided enough evidence when he admitted the planning the drugs yeah how are you gonna be like we don't have enough evidence he right. told you he did it you know uh, that's not good enough no more <laughs> i thought we was trusting the cop's word he said he did it um so yeah guess the race white of course white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um <laughs> yeah um uh, they said crooked ass hillbilly white uh got probation and probably still kept his job white planning cop was white they let him get away with too much they would have charged a nigga with all of it the deputy was white the boyfriend was bbc (laughs) (laughs) dumpy long beard sunglasses smell like ass whitey the correct answer is 
uh most of y'all said white i think all of y'all said white and uh all of y'all were correct he was white there you go He also rocking one of them, them, them flags T-shirt that look like it's racist. It does. When it's that color and it's turned like it's gray and and dark. And I don't even know what it means. Just don't look right. It, yeah, it look like the Blue Lives Matter, this country under attack flag or some shit. I don't know. It's just something wrong. It look racist. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next one. Uh, police arrest a Maryland man who stole a five-ton military vehicle after a highway chase. That's a lot. Breaking news tonight where a chase spanning two counties has just come to an end. Oh, wait. Can the chat room hear this? I don't think they can. Hold on. I just realized that. Give me one second, everybody. I know y'all can't hear this. Okay. You mean your mom Uh, can hear, but I don't think they can. Yeah. uh, Let me pull up in a different browser and play it, and y'all should be able to hear what I'm playing. All right. And we are following some breaking news tonight where a chase spanning two counties has just come to an end in Baltimore City. The Hartford County Sheriff says that chase started in Bel Air, went southbound on I-95, and finally ended in East Baltimore. The suspect is now in custody and no one was injured. As you can see here, this vehicle, which deputies confirm was stolen, seems to be some kind of military truck. It's still not clear exactly where that truck came from. One resident saw the chase come to an end right near her own backyard. When I stood up on the steps back there, I seen a big pickup truck over there. And it was trying to get down the street, but he couldn't get down because it was too big. And I saw him jump out and run down there, and the police got him down the street. Well, the sheriff says the suspect will now be evaluated at a hospital. Stay with 11 News for updates as they develop. He stole that vehicle the day he got out of jail. That's wild. He was having a he was having a time. All right, guess the race of this Maryland man, Michael Stevens II. White. All right. Yeah, what? All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe um, for the race. They didn't kill him. White. Right. White, uh, says Trey. Uh, man Managed to steal a tank at, for Baby Mama's Day. Black military truck yeah, sent for Eval White. Niggas love them some Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Alive equal white. I love us. That ain't us. <laughs> That's not a race, though, Lakita uh there's a lot of there's a lot of races that aren't black teacher painted him black face white black (laughs) black they sent him for a psyche vial instead of killing him white black says (laughs) Fifi. the correct answer is and i think most of y'all said this my mom and karen said it white (laughs) a lot of y'all did miss it though receding headline and his eye jacked up what is happening he here? do look like they didn't appreciate that shit when they caught him though <laughs> they but gave I'm, him a few licks they didn't kill him but they definitely put some put some seasoning on them yeah they was like i gotta do unnecessary paperwork take 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 this two-piece to the eye right. <laughs> um all right let's go to the final round my mom and karen are both two for two Woo-hoo! 
All right, last one for all the marbles. Suspect is finally in custody after a series of terrifying attacks on women on the, on the north side of Chicago. One of those cases caught on video. And tonight we're hearing from one of those victims. NBC5's Natalie Martinez joining us live with the update tonight. Natalie? Stefan, and we know tonight that charges are pending for that potential suspect, that woman that's in custody. Many hope that this will mean an end to the terrorizing of women here on the northwest side. Still traumatized, she's not showing her face, but her story is harrowing. The victim was getting some exercise at a school near Campbell and Wilson on Sunday around 2.30 p.m. I took a step forward and she pulled me down by my ponytail um, to the to the ground, um, on, and I was on all fours. She ripped my shirt, scratched a little bit of the right side of my neck. Um, but then she left. Just around the corner from the school, seemingly straight out of a horror movie, there she was again and was like, I'm not done with you. A good Samaritan driving by answered the victim's cries for help. I finally said, I'm a mom, I have kids. And she was like, oh my God, get in my car. And she drove me home. That was one of two wild attacks Sunday. On Tuesday morning, a second spree began around 11.30 a.m. on Mozart at Sunnyside. Cell phone call, said a female just got out of a white car and started hitting two other females with a bat. Two sisters with an infant in a stroller, attacked by a woman wielding a metal baseball bat, caught on cell phone by a neighbor. To see an infant in a stroller is any mother's worst nightmare. Ten minutes later. New to the board, assault just occurred. 4150 Campbell said unknown female got out of a car trying to hit caller with a bat. Police believe the same woman driving the white sedan is behind at least 10 attacks on women on the northwest side. I saw her in the video. I saw the vehicle in the video and I was like, oh my gosh, this is not a one-off thing. It was a, it was a string of, of events. The alderman's office has posted in part that the potential offender's been taken in for a mental health evaluation. No charges tonight, but police do tell us the charges are pending. We're live at District 17. Now- they used to call her Crazy Joe. Now they call her Batwoman. All right, Karen. Mom, guess the race of the woman. Her name is Denise Solorzano. I'm going to go white. White. They're going white. Let's check the chat room. Allie Lauder in obsessed white. <laughs> she is a Negan fan white. <laughs> Taking it like a champ. Uh white. Um a lot of whites. White Italian. Um matter of fact, let me pull up the article that got her picture in it so I can remember what she looked like. Cause I they had the video but not the still shots of her face um in fact let me google her picture again but uh all right looks like a lot of a lot of people going white on this one uh hispanic preparing for baseball season (laughs) it is baseball season uh another mental about hmm nothing to do white collard green linguini white uh (laughs) collard green linguini is pretty funny 
uh well the correct answer is y'all both said white right yes well y'all are wrong Those who said Latina, y'all got it. Good congratulations. But that's her that's her picture there. Young. Why would she celebrate Cinco de Mayo a week later? I don't I don't know. There was a lot of she was uh hitting some pinatas out there. She was Man. fucking them people up. Boy, they treated her very white and she wasn't shy. Nobody attacked her. Yeah, like, this is the pictures from the ooh, from her attacking the woman right. who's rocking a baby. People minding their own business. You, yeah. you know, they talk all of a sudden mental health matters. Yeah, who what could what could have happened i don't know what i mean i do believe them that it's some type of mental health shit i uh, mean yes, yes, these yes. women clearly did nothing to her yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, yeah. The thing, and the thing is that's what made me choose white because you yeah. know with us mental health mm-hmm. don't matter right yeah well i can't get them all all right it's all right you live to fight <laughs> another day let's go to sore ratchetness and wrap this bad boy up question we got one more question everybody now the new segment let's take a question <laughs> uh when when will the two mrs marl start a hair and beauty podcast uh, do y'all need any more work <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sound like a good idea till i gotta upload it and shit <laughs> thank you for the compliment uh claremore man sentenced to 25 years for stabbing friend to death with a sword i guess all the time he wanted to take his place a man was sentenced to 25 years in prison for killing a man with a machete michael eugene spears 59 and white for those playing at home okay i know some of y'all never take a guest to race off and this one's for you um but that's him right there <gasps> yeah they did that um but yeah the defendant's murderous accident uh an attempted cover-up earned him a 25-year federal prison sentence the dedicated work of the claremont police department fbi and assistant u.s attorneys tom duncombe and justin bish have ensured uh justice justice for the victim and his family i am proud of their resolve and hold a to hold accountable those who commit brutal acts of violence in our communities um that's interesting because um justin bish is that dude's name and people start saying bish instead of bitch a couple years ago on social media i bet i bet that really messed him up like he got to grow up without getting picked on that much and then mm. now everybody picking on him uh the murder occurred november 18 2017 after a disagreement uh they said spears told a relative about his crime and asked to borrow a truck to dispose of the victim's body the relative reported the crime to authorities just like i would right i'm gonna get no fucking accessory to murder after the fact charge don't mm-hmm. don't ask me them, shit them after the facts if mm-hmm. i ain't had nothing to do with the murder don't ask me to have nothing to no. do with the cover up yep i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be an afterthought no now i gotta be the other person on the first 48 or <laughs> fucking fatal attraction or whatever now i'm telling it i'm going to jail too i'm snitching i'm just telling y'all that up top so don't come to my house 
discover murders <laughs> you blame yourself uh they they argue for a 30-year sentence due to the brutal nature of the murder prosecutor said spirit stabbed to beat the victim until he was not recognizable stole his phone <gasps> and a few dollars from his pockets and then left him to die while he was drinking uh the defense argued for a 15-year sentence due to spirit's alcoholism troubled childhood his issues with judgment and impulse control and evidence of cognitive decline showed a lower sentence was appropriate the defense also pointed to spears lack of criminal history and contend that spears may have acted in self-defense oh they was just trying everything yeah <laughs> like that's a lot of different he was he was drinking he's alcohol he's the uh, trouble when he was a child uh, you know he got impulse control come on judge you can't use that yeah i think he got got alzheimer's or something uh, it's, it's a lot of i think it's lower it than everything out plus you know it's not like he be doing crimes all the time also how we know that nigga wasn't trying to attack him they could have been coming to him anything could have been happening i'm telling you i could be a defense attorney it don't seem Apparently that hard so. it don't really seem that hard i'm sorry defense attorneys that listen to this show but your job seemed easy <laughs> especially if they did it like it's probably hard to get an innocent person off but if they did it i mean shit i can make these up uh it was a tuesday you know yeah, a, yeah. he got some bad news on the phone uh his foot was hurt you know he got them bunions uh today's sentencing brings the end of a tragic story of a cold-blooded murder and attempted cover up by a merciless and violent criminal said fbi oklahoma city special agent in charge edward j gray thanks to the determined investigation by the fbi and then they, uh, this article got a lot of shout outs I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh, Claremont Police Department couldn't have done it without you the U.S. Attorney's Office I like to thank my agent uh, <laughs> my wife at home uh, Spears was previously charged and convicted of first degree murder So, alright that's it thanks for listening everybody hope you yeah. had a good time uh, we had a good time mom did you have a good time I had a great time always I really enjoy coming every year and talking and laughing and uh looking at the fans chats i mean you know what i mean thank you yeah and then uh of course my mom listens and and mm-hmm. you know she'll hear what y'all say on the feedback show and all that stuff so keep it cute we'll talk to y'all <laughs> later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>